you know, losing 20 pounds and like starting to look better, like that's great. And like, that will excite you in the beginning, but ultimately yeah. it's going to be, oh man, like I sleep better. I, I, I just feel better. I have more energy. You can't allow that to force you to pull the lever and try to take big swings where, oh my God, this yeah. isn't working. Uh, I, need, I need to cut my calories way more. I got to work out two times a day. And it's like, it's not going to happen fast, Yeah, but it will happen. What's up, everybody? I hope you guys had a happy Halloween weekend. Um, I have a really special guest for you guys today. It's going to be awesome. But before I get into that, let me make sure that I go over a few of the housekeeping things. Make sure that if you're not on the Thinking Project newsletter uh, list that you get on it. So you can join that by going to my website, daltonkjensen.com. If you can't find it on there for whatever reason, just shoot me a message on Twitter or Facebook and I'm more than happy to add you to the newsletter. Also, if you're in sales, if you're a small business owner, freelancer, etc., and you want to get better at sales, make sure you check out my new sales book, Sales Genius. Um, that's going to come out December 1st. Pre-orders are available with a special pre-order offer that uh, if you pre-order the book, you get an hour or excuse me, 90 minutes of sales training with yours truly. So make sure you go check that out if you're interested. Uh, but keep following the podcast with the newsletter and on daltonkjensen.com. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton K. Jensen. Uh, and with all of that being said, let me introduce Luke Dupron, who is a health and fitness expert. We had an amazing conversation, all things health and health goals and plans and everything that you can do to uh, be a, you know, be better healthy wise, uh, fitness wise. Luke works specifically with high level entrepreneurs who f- have a hard time finding time to get healthy and get fit. So uh, if that's something that interests you, if that's something you're questioning, uh, listen to this episode. There's a lot of good things in it. So without further ado, Luke Dupron, and please enjoy this episode. Share with your friends all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Yeah, dude. Um, funny story about how I know about Rock Island. I mean, obviously I'm from the Midwest and that and that area up there. But when I was right out of high school, I got a job um, at the at the National Cemetery. So in uh, my hometown of Keokuk, it's like the only you know what I mean? The only National Cemetery or excuse me, the first National Cemetery west of the Mississippi. Yeah. And uh, so we would go, and then we also had the Quincy National Cemetery in Illinois, which is really little. But every time we needed like headstones, like stone for headstones, uh, and other things, there was an there's an armory in Rock Island. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal Island. So that's that is my hometown. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So we'd have to go there, and I went there twice to help these old Navy sailors pick up headstones. It was the craziest job I've ever had. <laughs> so random. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Rock Island, dude. I know Rock Island. Well, and so I have a Keokuk connection. My grandma's from Keokuk. And no. yeah. Wow, and cool. So my cousin just moved to Keokuk randomly from the Quad <laughs> Cities. Uh, taking He he runs um, either a Kohl's or a Walmart. Like He's the, the head of one of these stores. Okay. And he just took the job in Keokuk. But yeah, my grandma is originally from Keokuk, Iowa. And what I That's know so of Keokuk, Iowa, is the geodes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Geode hunting. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. So, Geo hunting, yeah. dude. Which is weird, man. You got this small town right on the river. Yeah, 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 dude. There they are. Man. <laughs> I need to take my kid. I need to take my kids back there. So, are you still in the Quad Cities? No, I'm in San Diego now. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right now, right now, it's getting to that brag time of of San Diego because you know it's going to start getting pretty nasty in the Midwest soon. Um, yeah. They got about another month of, of good weather, and then I'll be looking real pretty here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. And uh, yeah, it, that's hilarious, dude. Who is your, has your grandmother always lived in Keokuk? Yeah, I mean, so she was born there and then met my grandpa. She she ended up meeting my grandpa in the Quad Cities. So she had okay. moved, she had, she had moved away. I've been there before once when I was yeah. younger, um, stayed with like distant second cousins. I can barely remember this, yeah. um, but I was just back in, I was actually in St. Louis where my folks have moved, seeing my grandma for her, um, like 96th birthday and four of her Keokuk relatives rode their motorcycles in town, which I guess St. Louis to Keokuk is actually pretty close compared to yeah, it is. the quads, the quad cities. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So last, I guess this was last, uh, sometimes this summer. Yeah. I met some more Keokuk people. So yeah, Funny, small world. Man. that's yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. We, people always get like, it's this weird part of the state because, um, yeah, you just have so many people from these big cities like we would go to Chicago. Chicago was, you know, you hop on the train. Chicago was only a mm-hmm. short train right away. St. Louis was really close. Kansas City, Missouri was really close. Um, yeah, and and all these big cities were just, yeah, just a weird part of the. Yeah, but yet it's like what ten thousand people probably there. Yeah, yeah, or less, less now. Yeah, I think I think you're, they've lost. You're in Oregon though, right now. So so. Oh, that's funny because we probably have an Oregon connection. No, I'm in Salt Lake. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, Salt right. Lake. Yep. But I have a lot of Oregon connections. My dad <laughs> is from my dad is from Portland and I live there for a little bit. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, funny, dude. man. Funny, dude. What yeah, be, I think I'll be the only person that you've had on that like has <laughs> said they've been to Keokuk, Iowa, right? That's very true, dude. I don't even <laughs> that's so funny because I don't even I talk to very, very few people from Keokuk now. Yeah. Um, well, I was kind of shocked. My cousin was going there. So, oh so, yeah. So, so what are they going there for? So he he just took a job there. Oh, he, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's so, the same cousin. Yeah, raising. You know, now he's raising his family in Keokuk. So I guess oh, my yeah. my family's going. They're going back to where uh, where half of them started. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? In those small towns, I know we'll get to we'll get to all of your story. We got time, bro. Um, but uh, you know what's funny about those small towns? They're a really nice place to raise a family. Like Keokuk's not a bad uh, not oh, a yeah. bad place. For the most part, um, it's very good. Um, it's just you have to have the right job to be there. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't be there because I'm a sales guy. There's, right. There's, yeah, no, yeah. there's not a lot of sales jobs in the Midwest. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. And you get, I mean, the difference, you know, in San Diego, I think of, uh, I don't have kids. I don't intend on having children, actually. Um, yeah. Okay. And I look at, you know, raising kids here versus in the Midwest, just from like the day to day utility of like, the crowded space that we have here versus in the Midwest where it's like, Oh, everybody has yards. I go back and visit my, my <laughs> niece and nephew. And it's like the neighbor kids are running through the yard, like, hi, as they run by, you know, it's just a yeah. different, it's a different world. And truthfully, like for raising kids, it's fantastic, man. Yeah. The Midwest is a good place to be. There's nothing like the, like the Midwest kind of, or yeah. Cause I remember doing, I mean, yeah, dude, I remember doing that. You're just running through people's backyards and they <laughs> yeah. don't know, they don't care. And we, yeah, 
you know that, that, ain't, that ain't happening here in, in, no, I'm no, in no, san no. diego it's like wait you know your neighbor <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real like i'm yeah. in a i'm in a pretty populated part of salt lake too um and uh yeah i don't i don't i just you know the best neighbors are the ones that leave you alone i don't yeah. know you know what i'm saying that's yeah. crazy man well cool dude i'm really glad that we that we met you know i want to start this podcast off with something we were talking about just before we went live and that is you know you have your own podcast you've been on a few uh, i'm sure you'll go on more and my favorite question to ask people who are trying to get the message out there is what's the biggest message that you're trying to get out there what's what's the most important thing that you could bring to the world with with what you're doing right now love it man um yeah, it's ultimately that we have the capacity, regardless of how quote unquote busy everybody thinks they are to level up and improve their health and fitness. And it's yeah. such a foundational pillar for um, growth that's going to impact everything you do, whether again, parent, business. Um, and it's something that unfortunately has been put on a pedestal through athletes, through uh, bodybuilders to where so many people are kind of shortchanging them, themselves as far as what they can get out of this, this life, this, this, uh, this existence by not really um, putting the value on their health and fitness. We are brought to you guys by Sheffield Cider. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I love taste testing this cider. It's one of my personal favorites. And every guest that I bring on who tries it with me says the same thing. And they finally partnered with us so that you can share Sheffield Cider with those that you love. Sheffield Cider is a crisp, organic, artisan, non-alcoholic cider that comes from Fresh apples right out of Sheffield Farms in Mesa, Washington. It really doesn't get better than this. So when you use code THINK10, you'll save 10% off a full case of Sheffield Cider. So make sure that you check them out, SheffieldCider.com. Use code THINK10 and enjoy. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. Yeah, that's, and health, I mean, health is like physical health is a big one. I've talked to a lot of, uh, a lot of fitness people on, on my show, like a lot of them have uh, really successful businesses. I think that's a great way, way to do it. I remember talking to one um, entrepreneur who's, who was uh, writing a book. She, uh, you know, we were talking about business and I was like, you know, what, what happened when your health got better? You know, she was like, I tripled my income when I started oh, yeah. taking care of myself. Yeah. I was like, not a joke, man. That's yeah. I mean, joke, you know? and when you think about it, it's like, this is the vehicle that's taking you through life and whether that life for you is again, like you mentioned doing sales or again, you're a parent, like this is the vehicle that, that you're walking through it with. So, you know, if it's working in a better way, like you're going to get better results on, on anything that you're doing. So um, I think again, going back to that big message, it, it's been clouded to think that it's something that most people can't get to. And yeah. that's really unfortunate because I think it should actually be a foundational piece. Um, you know, being, sure. being healthy and fit isn't going above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, right. Right. Yeah. What do you think causes that mindset in people? Well, so, so, you know, I do specifically work with business owners and entrepreneurs and those are the, and I do work with men, but ladies, this yeah. applies as well. Um, <laughs> it's really easy to, I don't want to say hide behind the business because the reality yeah. is there's stuff that's going to happen and go on. Um, and so that time piece is, is truly challenging for a lot of people. Um, but that's just where there's just a, a mismanagement of your perception and, and yeah. recognizing like uh, if you're taking advice from like a 22 year old college kid, who's trying to compete on stage <laughs> as a bodybuilder, like that probably isn't going to be able to be applied to your life. If you're raising kids and you're trying to grow a business. 
But does it mean that there's not some ways that you can, you know, pull some levers that you can pull that actually will fit into your unique uh, situation and schedule and and almost across the board, it can be done. Yeah, that's cool, man. And I I like that, you know, and I've talked to a few, that's kind of who I like to stay, stay with, you know, I love, I mean, dude, listen, first of all, if you're bodybuilding and you're a professional athlete, like do what you got to do, man. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, 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 you know, in the same breath, on the same sentence, I'm like, most of us don't like, most of us don't want to do that. Or, right. or or at least if we, you know, if we, if we think about physical fitness, like business owners, we're not thinking about like, like bodybuilding or no. like getting ready for competitions. Right. So what, what do you, what do you tell people to focus on? You know, so most people at this point have come to me, generally they are trying to lose weight. Like that's kind of been cool. the initial, um, let's call it the red flag that has brought their awareness to they need to, to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we start to kind of integrate just some like simple stuff, it's feeling and performing good that will actually pull them through it. So, yeah. you know, losing 20 pounds and like starting to look better, like that's great. And like, that will excite you in the beginning, but ultimately yeah. it's going to be, Oh man, I, I sleep better. I, I, I just feel better. I have more energy or I had a client <laughs> the other day telling me, he goes, dude, his like sex life's better. Right. Like, 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 these are the things that are actually going to pull you through in the long haul and stop it from being some temporary little, you know, quick fix. So it's, it's definitely more than just, oh man, I want to look good. Like that's part of it. And that probably brings more people in the door, but ultimately (laughs) it's, how do you feel? How do you perform? Yeah. How do you, how do you feel? How do you perform? And, uh, and that's it. Right. Cause like, if you, if you get stuck on, like, I don't know if you know who, um, Drew Manning is. Yeah, I actually had him on my podcast. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. Yeah. He's been on this show too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because um, he's from because he's from Utah. When I interviewed him, he was in Hawaii. Oh, cool. But uh, but he used to live. And funny enough, Drew Drew Manning used to live like right down the street. Yeah, like, fat, fit, this, fit to fat. Yeah, 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 dude. Talk about a crazy, wild story that dude has. Yeah, but, uh, I, I commend him for doing that because personally, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> did you see him do the fit to fat to forty? Yeah. Freak, man. What right. the heck? Dude? <laughs> and and again, what when you look nice, when you look dude. at that, somebody who's you know a, a fitness professional who goes through that and kind of goes the other way, it's like, mm-hmm. what were all of the like challenges and complaints? Like, yeah, he didn't look as good, but it was all about how he felt. It affected his relationship. I think I don't yeah. know if it was with his wife. So it's like, man, your your uh, your health and fitness it impacts. Like I said, there's so many little angles that it's going to impact and that that people don't realize. Yeah. When you saw, I mean, when I saw him go through that, like, and he's, and he's documenting it every day. Right. Cause he's got like, I mean, and he did it like fairly quickly. I mean, he did it in a healthy way, but he did it about as quick as you could do it. Healthy, <laughs> yeah. healthy, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. In uh, both ways. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Putting it, putting it on and taking it off. Yeah. 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 That's right, dude. And uh, dude, you're right though. He was like cravings went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um you know, his mental health went, went sideways. And I mean, I mean, not sideways, but, but he, he experienced it, right? Oh, yeah. like he insp- experienced all of that. Absolutely. I was like, dang, man, but you're right. So that, I mean, that brings up a lot of good points that it's not just about, you know, I mean, he's, I mean, he said he was tired all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and what I, you know, what I've noticed when I haven't been in shape is like, yeah, I start to complain more like things just, it's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, yeah, you're just you're not clicking on all cylinders. It's as simple as that. Dude. I mean, it's like you know, I hate oh, to use yeah. the car analogy as the fitness person, but it's like if you got like low tire pressure and like your exhaust isn't clear and your air filter's not working very good, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like a poor working machine. 
yeah. versus somebody who else is kind of like, you know, maintenance it all of a sudden it's like, man, you just get to the destination faster. It was more comfortable. <laughs> like there was less bumps along the way. And well, and, and not only that, but like the mental stuff, like you're not worried about this car breaking down, dude. Yep. You've done everything to, to go right, you know? So that's, that's great, man. Um, the mental thing is huge, man. It really is. And it's something that I think most people, when they start, I, I always say this, like everybody has an idea. Like most people think it's have to do more work than they than they need to do to get the result. But most people are shocked at the impact that it has. It's like they underplay yeah. the, the benefits. And I guess it's like, hey, you don't know what it really feels like to feel good because most people are, it's like, you are pretty productive. Like you are getting stuff done, <laughs> but, and oh man, there's another gear. And, and until you yeah. get and experience that, you don't really know what you're missing, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm just taking notes too, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, that is very true. That that's all. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how much your body and your mind are connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy how those things really do go together, how they really do make a difference when, when both are right. Like you, you can really just get more done. For sure. And you know, on a personal note, if, if somebody were to ask me, Hey, why do you personally exercise a hundred percent? Oh, I wouldn't say a hundred percent. Cause it's like, Hey, you get to uh, you get to look better. That's great. But ultimately for me, the, the big driver, it is my mental health. And it hasn't been until injury that I realized how big of an impact and how much I used exercise as a tool to manage anxiety, to probably maybe even levels of depression and, uh -huh. and recognizing like, man, when that was pulled away, how those things would, would rear their head. Yeah. And again, I think this comes back to just um, showing up at a, at a place of um, normalcy, right? We should be active. Your body has an innate expectation to move. Um, we should, you know, yeah. be within some levels of, of body composition. We should yeah. eat certain things. And uh, when you do that, you do just feel a lot better. <laughs> so what's, what's this, what's the, not secret, but what's the path to, to do this? Right. And, and, and then I have another question, but go ahead. Right? Yeah, it's funny. You know, I, I always get asked, or a question I get asked a lot is, so what's the one thing that somebody can do? And like, right. What's the one thing that somebody can do? And it's like, well, there's not one thing specifically, if, if we are talking, say, weight management, if we want to lose weight, there's not going to be mm -hmm. one thing that you're going to do. There's going to be a few things that when put together synergistically can work really well, and they can work in a way that doesn't have to take over your life. Yeah. Um, but I do think the, the, the starting point is, is recognizing that there's no quick fix. And sure. far too many people are going to approach this. And unfortunately, there's going to be marketer after marketer, you know, shoving some, you know, supplement or some gimmicky program or product down their face. Um, but you have to recognize that, you know, when we say it's a lifestyle, that doesn't mean that it has to be a bodybuilder lifestyle, but it has to be something that actually can fit within your lifestyle that you can do for the long term. So yeah. You know, if uh, you're thinking like, well, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym se seven days a week at 6 a.m. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, what time you got to get your kid to school? Oh, it's <laughs> seven. And okay, then you're like, like, that's not realistic, right? So ultimately, yeah. it's it's coming up with something that's going to fit within your unique demands. Again, business owner, you may have a little freedom because uh, maybe you yeah. get to control your schedule, right? Um Maybe you can work out from home. Like there's going to be a way to make it fit within the the confines of whatever challenges that you're personally dealing with logistically. Right. I like that you said, I like that you brought up lifestyle. That's something that I feel like that's personally, like when you talk about the fitness world to me and look like I'm not uh, the 
the the the fitness that ha- that I do is I I do jujitsu. I do as well. Go, awesome. Yeah. So I go to the gym. So I go to the jujitsu gym for an hour. Um, Love it. And that's because I'm just like I tried. You know. Anyway, it's like what that's what I do. I like that. Yeah. Um, Love it. But I like that you brought up the lifestyle because I feel like when you're talking when it, when people are talking about like like fitness or like wealth or or anything like that. I, I always mention, and it kind of gets tied back into like the mindset stuff, mm-hmm. um, it, mindset and lifestyle. Like, I feel like those go hand in hand. And I, I told this story before, but I just love this story because it just illustrates this whole point exactly. Um, and, and, and I'll be quick with sharing it, but it just like, it's one of my favorites. I was selling cars uh, really early in my career. And we had this fiery, really successful, young 19-year-old kid. And he was just killing it. I mean, most money he'd ever made in his entire life. Probably like more money than his parents made. Right. Like this dude's rolling in it. And one day, he balls out and he goes and buys this Mercedes-Benz. Like, he's never had a Mercedes-Benz, right? All he knows is what he saw on TV. Sure. And so, but, and by the way, like, there's a reason, you know, that people wait till they have good established money and income to go buy a Mercedes Benz. They're sure. not cheap to maintain. Yeah. And so we, so, but he buys like this, this AMG 63 coupe black out, oh, dude, it was gorgeous. And we're like, Hey, um, there's some things that aren't gimmicks in the car business. And one of those things are like, if you, if they offer you like tire and wheel insurance, like you might not need that on a Honda, but I would suggest it on a BMW because each one of those wheels are like five grand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, Hey, did you get that? He's like, bro, you know, all that stuff's BS. And I'm like, not on that car. Right. You know? And then he goes, and then he goes, uh, and then we're like, Hey, did you get the, like the oil change package? Cause like Ben's will sell like this discounted oil change. If you buy them up front, he's like, no, you know, that's BS. I'm like, dude, the oil change on that is like 300 bucks. And then, I mean, everything we're telling him like to fix this thing. Cause like, I mean, I guess we're all like adults, right? We just didn't realize who, who we were talking to. Sure. He's like, his eyes get bigger. He's like, oh crap. He's like, well, I'm just, let me run to Walmart real quick. And I was like, dude, you're in an AMG 63. What yeah. are you going to Walmart for? By the way, not that Walmart's a bad place to be. It's just like, but, but then we, then we got into this conversation of like Mercedes Benz isn't a car, dude. It's a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. You know but it is though. That's mm-hmm. why you, that's why we sell Mercedes Benz. Yep. It's like a Rolex. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're not cheap. And, and it's not about the watch. It's about the lifestyle. Yep. And and uh, so anyway, I know crazy story and I'm not the one being interviewed, but I love that. I mean, every time uh, it, it is home, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, like I don't by the way, I don't drive a Benz and there's a good reason for it. Um, anyway, I, I just love I love that that lifestyle joint. What what do you think? Now that we've <laughs> we've gone through that. But what do you think the goal should be for entrepreneurs when they're talking about fitness? What do you think? Yeah, so um, I use kind of a concept with my clients of guaranteed minimum standards. And okay. so at the end of the day, like, do we have an actual goal? Most people who are, again, starting with me, they do have a tangible goal. If there is a weight loss, right? Like they are okay. trying to kind of get back in shape. Um, I do think once you've arrived at that place, then you can sit and kind of be in what we would call more of a maintenance area. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with this. We don't have to always be 
um, again, achieving the next milestone of our fitness. You don't have to do it the next mm-hmm. marathon, um, but we do need to raise the standard of what that baseline is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for most people, uh, if again, we're trying to kind of step in and recover some of that fitness, um, recover some of that body composition, generally we're looking at anywhere from three to four workouts a week. Um, again, from a time restriction standpoint, this can flex. And this is, this is what I mean by the lifestyle of it. Hey, there might be a week where it's like, you only get two workouts. Maybe there's a week where you got none because a business fire came up and you know, like you're just in the grind. Like it is what it is. You're traveling. There's a conference like, okay, you didn't get it in, but the people who are committed to that lifestyle, that's no big deal because they're going to hold the line on all of the other areas, which are going to be their nutrition, their overall movement and activity. And and really that's what we mean. Um, If it's this uh, idea of, you know, oh, a conference comes up or work travel comes up and it all falls apart. It's like, you didn't have a plan that fit your lifestyle, period. Mm -hmm. Like that was trash. Move on. (laughs) There's no, there was no point in that. Right. Yeah. yeah, So your your 14 day, 21 day challenge, like who cares? Right. What are you going to do six months from now, nine months, 12 months. Um, but in general, like I do like speaking in terms of what are those minimum standards because we can always raise our standards over time. Yeah. I I like that. You, You can always raise your standards over time. And I feel like you need just like some quick wins. Sure. When you're talking yeah, yeah. about that. Well, but, tell, but tell me what you think. So, the, the you know, the quick wins, again, say on like us on the, the scale side of things, this is yeah. where oftentimes people are like, hey, let's pull carbohydrate real quick from people because they're going to see a big uh, dramatic drop on the scale because you're going to remove a lot of water. So every time you're, when you remove water, it's like for every uh, two grams, <laughs> uh, for every gram of glycogen, you're going to lose like two grams of water. So you can, by cutting carbs, you'll see a pretty good knock on the scale and yeah, Mm -hmm. that can get somebody excited, but it's just water. So I think realistically, (laughs) it's more about, um, setting those expectations. Um, I, I, you know, let's talk jujitsu, right? Like, Hey, it'd be cool to get a quick win where you get to come in and you just had a day where you just arm barred and triangled everybody. But the reality is you're going to go in and drown for three months. (laughs) Yeah, or more, man. When you start, right? Like, you know, the yeah. quick wins are like, hey, I learned how to shrimp today down the mat and I can do the warm ups. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, good for you. Right. right. But yeah, no, I, but I see what you say. Yes. And, and that's what I would say to somebody doing that, right? Like, oh, good. For yeah. You. So in this yeah, sense, the, know, the quick wins would be like, hey, did you hit your standards? Cool. Like, I like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Like that. That's awesome. And, and this is where, you know, I think stepping in with like an adult mindset. <laughs> And recognizing like, hey, maybe this isn't going to be a quick fix, but I'm committed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't need to be swayed by the like, I'm going to do a seven day detox so I can see five pounds, <laughs> a five pound bullshit weight loss. And get excited <laughs> about that. Right. Like yeah, that, we're going yeah, yeah, yeah. to step in committed with an adult mindset and say, like, I'm going to get this done the right way. And I think those are the individuals that are going to have more success. Yeah, that's funny. It is true, man. You do. When you lose weight that quick, it is all water. And I. And I knew that uh, just from wrestling. Oh yeah, I, I, I wrestled all growing up. Um, and yeah, dude, I mean, I we could lose. You can lose ten pounds of water weight. Oh, very fast, easy. You know, I, I mean, one practice, bro. Oh yeah, I, and I've done. I mean, well, and you guys, when you're cut, when you're cutting weight, actually, I wrote an article for the Huffington Post that. Uh, oh, that's it, cool. It, it's been it's funny because the pictures have been stolen and used to market gimmicky powders, supplements, all sorts oh, no. of stuff. And, but the hilarious part is I actually did a fake transformation photo to show how easy it is for marketers to do this. And then 
funny enough, marketers actually <laughs> took those photos and <laughs> used them. But ultimately, all I did was cut weight like a wrestler. But it's like I lost 16 pounds in 24 hours. And oh, I can yeah, show I mean, that on the scale. It's like to somebody else, they might think, oh, my God, wow, like this diet really how does did you it. do that? Yeah. And it's all just it was just water. And so that'll be I, right back the next day. Yep. And it was. Um, <laughs> and I, so I think for a lot of people, it's actually steering them away from so much of the bullshit that exists in this industry. Yeah. yeah and there is, man. And like one of the reasons I, I, you know, like to talk about the goals that you help clients set is like one of also like. Uh, and I like what you how you answer the question about like your standards and and your daily goals, right? Because like if you if you work the plan of your daily goals that that you set with clients, like obviously the weight loss will come, right? Yep. Um, and obviously like everything else will follow. Yep. And uh, and I like that because I think a lot of people get hung up on you know wanting to work out and you know maybe even after a year maybe they committed for a year and maybe they don't look like all of these these fake. Yeah. Instagram pictures, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, God, this yeah. is bullshit. Yep. And you're like, why would you, you know what I mean? They literally photoshopped that on. on yeah. Facebook. And that's getting, I mean, and that's tough. And that's, you know, I've been in this industry for a while. And, and I remember mm-hmm. back when I did personal training, had a guy come in who I think he was 50 and uh, 49 going through a yeah. really intense uh, work, um, becoming uh, some type of nurse. And so like really intense uh-huh. educational component. And he's like, this, so this is what I'm going for. And he's got a picture. I'm yeah. like, that is a 22 year old <laughs> fitness model photoshopped. And that's all he does. And I'm right. like, that's not going to happen. Like he's got fake, he's got fake tans, bro. Right. Like <laughs> it's, that's not going to happen. But what can happen is, is, is the greatest version of you. Like you can, you can get yeah. that. And yeah. that will be enough for everybody. Um, you know, <laughs> but thinking yeah, you're gonna, I like that, dude. It, it will. And, and like I said, uh, I always, I always joke, like you ever notice like fitness people or people who kind of get the bug, they become mm-hmm. the most obnoxious people about it. They post their pictures, <laughs> they post their recipes, they show that they checked in on Facebook and there's a reason why, because they yeah. feel really good and they want to share that with someone. Oh yeah, and, okay. and it really is that positive feeling. So again, as a guy who you do jujitsu, you yeah. know, after a, a good jujitsu session, like you feel great. Yeah, it's it's like, amazing. You feel amazing. Endorphins are running. Mm-hmm. Like it might not even have been a day where you might have been the you might have been the nail and not the my, hammer. I right? got my ass kicked, bro. But my you still body. got off that mat and feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's something really cool about you know getting your heart rate up and sweating. You know, and and I'm and I'm big. I'm a big guy, so I sweat a lot, <laughs> and that's why I like. That's why when everybody's like doing these like things, I'm like, you know, it's just water weight, dude. Yeah, and I'm, they're like. I'm like, and I, sh- I would know because I'm, I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> I sweat a lot. Right. I could lose five pounds of sweat in fifth in in your, you know, oh. I could run a mile and lose five pounds. I mean, in a jujitsu class, easy. I'm going to drop, I think two or three pounds. Oh yeah. All day. Especially if you're wearing like that gi. Yeah. Just wearing uh, so, a sweatsuit. Oh, if you're wearing a gi. Yeah, you're <laughs> just a sweatsuit. Yeah. And, That's and then, great. you know, other things that when you think about, again, this is just keeping an eye on the bigger prize and like, yes, you yeah. want to monitor your weight because you are going to make adjustments off of that. Yeah. Um, but why you don't want to rely on one point of data, you know, if you take a gallon of water, which like everybody could reasonably drink a half a gallon of water, you know, mm-hmm. within pretty, an hour, it's like, that's four pounds. Yeah. Like you just step on the scale, you're four pounds heavier. So <laughs> you can't get too consumed by one point of data and let that start trying to make, um, 
you can't allow that to force you to pull the lever and try to take big swings where, Oh my God, this yeah, isn't working. Uh, I, need, I need to cut my calories way more. I got to work out two times a day. And it's like, it's not going to happen fast, Yeah, but it will happen. But do you think, so then that brings up a question in my mind that I've never really thought about, but just came to me while you were talking. Do you think that then that weight loss, like the number um, is, is the best point of data to like go off of? So if you are overweight to a degree where like, say your body composition, is, your body fat's above, say like 20% sure. or 25%, like you're going to have enough adipose tissue that like that scale is going to move. And sure. okay. yeah, that's, that's, yeah, a, that okay. is, yeah. that's a definitely an awesome tool, but also circumference measurements, progress photos, like your clothes fitting different. Those are all awesome things to assess as well. Okay. Um, you know, when you start getting down into 10% body fat area, now the scale is going to be a little bit different because, Hey, are we losing muscle mass or those types of things are going to have a bigger, bigger yeah. impact. Yeah. And that's kind of what my question was. So for somebody who's just coming in um, and, and they're, and they're looking at weight, you know, they're in that, they're close to that 10%, like the scale might not be the best measurement of whatever success is. Right. Yeah. You're getting into like the finer details of things where, Hey, there, there's other ways to actually assess how much lean mass that you have that yeah. could be a little bit more relevant. Whereas if you're a little bit um, further on the the body fat side of things, uh, you probably don't have to concern yourself with that. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. I like that. Cause I was just thinking about that. I was like, well then I, I, why do people put so much value into the scale? Well, and you know yeah. And at the end of the day, like think of it this way, if say you're a 230 pound guy and mm-hmm. you're like, man, I want to be 180. And it's like, yeah. okay, but what if at 200, you actually would look phenomenal. You feel great. You perform great. You got more energy with your kids, more energy at work. Like that might be the sweet spot for you to be. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah. You might, you might be able to like push yourself <laughs> down to 180, but now you're like, I'm hungry all the time. My joints hurt. I don't sleep as yeah, well. That's a good point. That's and a good actually, point. I don't even feel like I look better. So it's like, well, who cares about the number at that point? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like where, where, where you feel good at. Yeah. And, yeah. and so there's going to be multiple points of data that you want to assess. And again, the scale can be a very useful tool, mm-hmm. but it is important for people to recognize it's just a tool. You don't have to be <laughs> emotional about that data. Um, it can help. Right. Well, and it's just one, yeah. it's just one piece of the puzzle. Yep. Like it's not, that's not everything either. That's cool. Yep. Uh, great, great point. Yeah. Cause I was like, you know, I would never, I, I haven't been under 200 pounds. I don't know, dude. In like, I don't know, probably 10 years, man. Sure. And it's only, and it's only because like you, well, what you just said, like, I'm not comfortable under, under that. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel better when I'm, when I'm at a certain weight. And so yeah, it's so good, dude. Le- lean into that. And you're like an yeah. active guy, you're performing well, you run your business. Like, boom, there you go. Like, <laughs> cool, that's man. great data to have. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's good to like know yourself. So how did you get started into this, man? Has, it, has fitness been just something you've always been doing? Um, yeah, you know, I think like, I wish I had a really exciting story when I, when I tell this, but, um, you know, I grew up playing sports, was never a great athlete, um, was a decent one. Um, so you're not listening to the, to the guy who, uh, you know, is that college athlete who's just always had it, um, went to school for business and my junior year of college was sitting in an accounting class thinking, man, I hate all of this. (laughs) like I hate accounting. (laughs) And I thought, what is the stuff that I'm actually like in my free time? What am I reading? And I'm reading about exercise fizz. I'm reading about nutrition. And so that um, basically was the clue to, Hey, like, let's look into this kinesiology department, not really understanding what exactly I was going to do with it. Um, 
And then from there, I've done everything after graduating with a kinesiology degree from, you know, personal training. I've worked in rehab studios. I've got to work with Olympic level athletes, pro fighters to eventually where I'm at now today as an online coach and specifically working with uh, male entrepreneurs. Cool, man. That's great, dude. That's funny that you mentioned accounting, though. Oh, that's dude, funny. it was that was the class. I mean, that, that was you know, well, a that's, lot of class. The, that's the class that so I took. So my bastard's degree is in accounting. Oh, but, okay, that, you're... but I remember like our, I well, but I remember our first accounting class, the teacher was like, in this particular college, everybody had to take accounting 101. Every, like nobody was safe from it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he was like, this is going to be the worst class you've ever taken in your entire life. And I oh, was that's like, funny. <laughs> dude, yeah. And you couldn't drop it. Like, there's no point in dropping it. You just got to. Yeah, I, I, I can just picture the like T thing and like and debit and credit. And I'm like confused. I'm like, is that different than a debit card? Wait, debit on a debit and card is the, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's only, yeah. And then it only got worse because, you know, we got into some of the higher accounting classes. And I, man, I had professors. I don't know what it is about accountants, dude. They're like these shy people who just, whose whole point in life, like if they're teaching about accounting is to just scare the shit out of you. I'm well, like, Damn. You know, it worked for me. Like they did, the, they did a good job of scaring me away um, in, in a positive way. But I, as somebody yeah. who's not really a numbers and 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 data driven person, believe it or not, even though I use a yeah. lot of that, obviously clients. Um, but for other number, you know, I have a, I have a good friend who in the same yeah. class, and yeah, he is an accountant for John Deere, and so <laughs> like he went through it, and I just remember asking him questions, and I'm like, I like the biology and the science, and you know, yeah, that's all cool. That yeah, that's great though. Yeah, yeah. we've. But, but yeah, I, I just, um, that's, that's cool. That's good, man. I like that. Uh, because there's just, yeah. I mean, if, if you like fitness, dude, and that, and by the way, like, I really feel like that is something that people need. They need people to bring them down. I was going to ask you that question. If you've ever had somebody come up to you with like super unrealistic goals and then, <sighs> and then how you dealt with that. And that's, that's a great story. So how did that, how did that gentleman react when uh, you were like, dude, you're higher than a kite? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't happy. Um, but again, we like brought him to some realistic terms because he got in great shape and, and he looked great. And it's like, yeah. you're just not going to be a 22 year old fitness model. Like, yeah. and well, it's, it's just logistics at that point, because with, <laughs> with his schedule, it's like, you know, I, was, I always use like the rock as the example, like most sure. people don't want to look like the rock. That's and fun. that's, that's probably good, good because the amount of time if again, you're building a business, like you probably don't have the capacity to maybe do what the, what is necessary to look like the rock, but you can look really damn good and perform really good for you. So if you don't have the ability to do two, two hour workouts a day, it's like, well, you don't have to do that to get like 80 to 90% of the benefits. It's like, we're we're focused on like the upper echelons of, and you see it even on things like Instagram, like what's going to be the, the, the video that like comes across your feet. It's going to be like a dude, like, flipping a tire, doing a backflip, then a sprint. And like <laughs> the most crazy extreme stuff is what rises to the top. Yeah. 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 And, and, and so, like, yeah, yeah it's, it, you know, I tell people, it's like the big mistake. It's like, you can't treat your, you cannot treat exercise nutrition as a marketing launch. You have to treat mm-hmm. it as the business plan. It has to be something that can ride the highs and the lows, right? Like when you yeah, are busy, busy when, when, when your kid's like sick from school, like does all hell break loose? And like, now you don't even know how to like feed yourself a healthy meal because you've been relying on the, the meal prep service this whole time and they didn't show up. And like, it's all just chaos now. And it's like, life right. is going to happen. Ah, good point. 
it's like you got to hold the line again this is these standards and and, and yeah. then it becomes easy and then it's not weighty it's not something yeah. that's consuming your life like this is this is probably weird for people to hear but as somebody who is involved in this field i uh-huh. personally put very little thought into my own fitness my own workouts and my own nutrition very uh-huh. little and the goal is for most people to arrive to that point. And this is where we could say it's just a way of being, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's just you're on autopilot. Everything is yeah. just like, yeah, it, you're there. Yeah, and it uh-huh. shouldn't be a heavy thing. And that's how, when you get to that place, that's how you can survive and be somebody who's fit, healthy, performing well. And then when yeah. the chaos and the storms of life happen, which they will, or like, again, <laughs> something in business comes up, you hold the line and it's no big deal. Yeah, I like that. Well, you know what you said that I really enjoyed because this is when I talk with business owners, like I'm not a coach or anything, but when, but you know, I've done this podcast, I've interviewed a lot of people and inevitably I get questions. Um, and I, and actually the whole premise of this, of this podcast was the, the position that you shared about the rock, you know, like not everybody wants to look like the rock, right? Like, like you think you might, but, but when you, learn about like what the rock does and how much money he spends. Like, dude, that, yeah. that guy's gym isn't cheap. He, he's probably got a whole team of nutrition. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like professional athlete status for sure. Yeah. 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 So, so my thing is, is like what he's doing isn't bad, but you might, but to be where you want to be like the most happy, you probably don't need to do that. Right. And like you said, like to get 80 or 90% of the benefits or even a hundred percent of the benefits, like you don't need to do that. And that's what I say to business owners. I'm like, you're, you're so focused on like Elon Musk, but that dude, like, but that dude literally works a hundred hours a week. I'm like, you've never done anything. You've never done one thing for a hundred hours a week at all. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's not bad. Like he's doing great things and he's living his life and, and I've got nothing but love for like everybody, but like, you don't want that. Right. If you want to be happy, it might only be, it might only take you 60 grand a year to be happy, dude. And right. shit. Like that's fine. Yeah. 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 Elon Musk isn't doing jujitsu. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, he's yeah, going to Mars. He's not, right? yeah, which is, and by the way, like all I say is like, I have so much love for people that I just want you to like, I just want people to realize like what you're saying. Like you don't need to look like the rock though, to be happy. Like, if, right. Sure. If, I guess if you want to do it, you can. And, and that is that is a thing I see with a lot of entrepreneurs as well is like they do have the ability to buckle down and push, which mm-hmm. is great. And again, actually very there's a lot of utility in that, particularly in like a phasic approach to, to weight loss where yeah. we can get hyper focused and like, hey, let's do the work and get it done. But then we do have to return to a place where it's like we can maintain this. And again, I'm going to use the, the way of being, um, you know, for the, for the rest of your life um, and, and far mm-hmm. too many people, particularly in the entrepreneurial space and business owners like to ride those peaks. Right. Yeah, like they like yeah. the grind and the push, but it's like, you can't sprint forever. Right. Like you can't, right, you can't right. sprint a marathon and ultimately <laughs> your health and fitness is a life. It is a lifelong event. Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. And, and, and like, and I, I interviewed an, uh, you know, a finance guy who gave me some of the best advice I've ever heard. And that was like, you know, we were talking about finance plans and stuff. And he's like, the only plan I give to people is the one that they'll stick to. Fantastic! I was like, dang, bro, way to simplify to make me feel stupid. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect, man. But it's but it is right. It's like, yeah, the only one you'll stick to, dude. Because like, like I was saying about like we were both, you know, we both agreed with um, this idea that like you probably don't want to stick to the rocks plan, dude. Right. Yeah. 
like just or like you sure shit don't want to start there like <laughs> god damn bro you're totally right dude so that's that's yeah, that another that's a great oh. point. That would be terrible. Right? Like, like hey, mean, we're going to work out three times a day for two hours. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. I mean, <laughs> uh, jujitsu, same thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. out with some injuries and like, I'm looking to, I'm looking, I can't wait to get back on the mat. And it's like, that is going to be a very slow on-ramp <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, for me. Yeah. And, you, and yeah, and it should be like, and I love jujitsu too, because there's no ego. Like if you're in the right gym, there's no egos, right? Right. It's just like you tap and you start, you shake hands, you start over. Right. Yep. It's beautiful. Like yep. that's life, you know? Yeah. And there's yeah. no, there's no, you know, unless you're with some, I mean, I'm not saying all jujitsu gyms are the ideal, but if you're in, a, if you're in the right jujitsu gym, it's like, you know, people are coaching each other and they're helping each other. Oh yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I stopped in the middle and said, hold up, man. What are you doing right there? Show me this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, and the be- beautiful part about that is they'll stop and they'll be like, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, you, when you do this, so next time don't do that. You know, yep. they'll give away all their secrets because that's not what jujitsu is about. Yeah. Love it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, you do one thing and, and they block it. You do the next thing. It's not a big deal. That's cool, man. I, I, I like that. But I really like that you, that you teach that, you know, to people because as entrepreneurs, you know, they get tough. They get in these, uh, you know, they get in these goal mind, these, these mindsets that they're like, no, I, I can, I can manifest whatever. And I'm like, okay, sure. But, but you also got to realize, like you're saying, like, that's a 22 year old Photoshop kid. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, bro. <laughs> here's a really easy example. I can't tell you how many um, people I've spoke with where it's, you know, I'll ask them, it's like, hey, realistically, as we as we craft this out, how many days per week can you realistically dedicate to specific exercise? And I can't tell you how many guys have been like, oh, easy, seven. And I'm like, okay, so tell me how that worked the last time you tried to work out seven days a week, because here we are. And so most <laughs> Most people, I'm going to cut them so far back from where they think they can, because this is getting the quick wins that we spoke about earlier, actually oh, hitting point, those yeah, things that we said we were going to do. And this yeah. is extremely important from a place of confidence, because if you put out that goal of like, I'm going to hit the gym seven days a week and you don't, you just lost belief in your ability to do what you said you would do. Like right there, you yeah, just lost exactly. credibility with yourself. Where instead, if we can scale it back and like, hey, let's do two, two, three workouts this week, you knock yeah. that out of the park, you build some credibility with yourself, your confidence Ooh, goes I up, like the next week it's easier, and now all of a sudden we have momentum, and now we're feeling better, and this whole thing becomes self-fulfilling, because why would you not do something that makes you feel better, that builds your confidence and builds credibility with yourself? So yeah. it, it's very important to like, Again, yeah, I love that you want to just go, you know, a million miles an hour. Let's pull that back. Let's hit those minimum standards. If you hit that minimum standard and you want to add to it, fantastic. But let's hit the minimum standard. Yeah, that's so true, dude. I like that, though. You said building credibility with yourself um, because it's, yeah, it's nice on paper, dude. But until you actually (laughs) do it, you know what I mean? Until you actually do it and you can, like, see yourself and you start like, oh, yeah, dude, I can do this. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Or like, this isn't as hard as I thought. Uh, I think that's what gets, especially entrepreneurs, like a lot of people, a lot of business owners, you know, they get caught up in this uh, idea that, um, you know, like, like uh, it's, it's easier than they think, or it's harder than they think, you know, it's never like reality when they think, yeah, be like, oh, this is going to be the easiest thing and it slaps them in the face, or this is going to be the hardest thing. Like they psych themselves out. And what was this quote that I, that I remember, I don't remember who said it, but just worrying means you just suffer twice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? 
And they do. They just, you know, you psyched yourself out. And actually, it was not that big of a deal. Yeah. And again, this, I think most people, when they start, they think it's going to be so much more work than it is. Like, okay. I feel like, particularly like even like nutrition, where it's like, you know, when you think about it from like, yeah, you're gonna have to make some nutritional adjustments. But like, the reality is, it doesn't add really anything to your life. Like you already yeah. eat. Like this is already something that you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like shit, man. I just went from I never eat <laughs> to now I got to eat and like maybe cook some meals or like figure out how to order some healthy meals. But like, yeah, it's yeah. already an activity that you do. So it's right. not really even like, Oh man, this time. And it's like, yeah, you got to do some workouts, but like we can carve out the time. Maybe you have to do it at the home. You do a home gym. Like I personally have had a home gym for like the last five years. And oh, it's like, cool. You don't even have to go to a gym. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, what, you know, the, what's your what's your equipment of choice in your home gym? So uh, to be fair, in the last three months, I actually just went back to a traditional gym, which has been like, fair enough. I could create a sitcom, man. It's, <laughs> I, I understand why people don't like going. It's fantastically hilarious. Um, and, and I can understand the intimidation for many people. Um, and I'm having a blast there right now. Um, oh, but that's in, cool. But in the last, yeah, previous to that, you know, my, my uh, gym has been at home outside of, again, uh, jujitsu. Uh-huh. Um, so for me, the basics or the foundations that for most people, it's like we can make some tremendous changes with just a good set of adjustable dumbbells. And okay. We can build from there. So again, starting with the, those minimum standards, it's like, Hey, like, let's just get some, some dumbbells that we can create some yeah. resistance with. And then you can start to piece things together because again, right, you don't need right. to go spend $10,000 to build out a rogue fitness professional gym that you never use. Like there's yeah, no dude. value in that. Right. Like that's yeah. defeating. That is going to lose credibility. Like that's the last thing we want to do. Um, <laughs> right. But beyond that, you know, some barbells, things like a TRX, some, some stretch bands, just some basic okay. stuff is, is going to be all you need. Yeah. I like that because I think, um, Oh man, I'm waiting to, yeah, I'm trying to get some uh, kettlebells. Do you like kettlebells? Yeah. Kettlebells are great. And again, like, you know, you could use a dumbbell, a, right? Like you can yeah, swing a dumbbell, a dumbbell yeah. like it's the same thing. Well, like a, like a kettlebell. All right, yeah. fair enough, man. I'm not tripping. Yeah. I'm just like curious. I'm like, okay, what could you do? Like, what are what are some of the most, and, and you answered it, but like, what are some of the best things that you can like have in your home gym? Because I think that's great for people, you know? I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just don't like going to the gym. There's like a lot of ego. And uh, I just know, <laughs> I'm not saying this to be a, a douche. I just know myself. Like, I don't do well with other people, like other people's egos. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Well, also from a logistics standpoint, again, time is probably the number one barrier I run into with guys. Yeah. Okay. Without Deal. question. And oftentimes this is, you know, very real. Um, you know, I had yeah. a client who it's like, uh, your whole business is coming down to this thing. You're sending off to the FDA. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, skip, don't get that workout tomorrow. You need to like work on that. Um, oh yeah. Good point. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah, like we got, we're going to have to flex the schedule and you can make up it up. You have time in the week to still hit your standards. Um, yeah. but you know, if you are time pressed, it's like the amount of time it took you to drive to the gym, get checked in, drop your stuff off in the locker. And then by the yeah. time it took you to get out, get your stuff. And the guy who talked to you, like you could have probably had a good workout at home or even in the office. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is just where it's like finding a way to not hide behind the challenge. Yeah. And you got to figure a way around that. And again, it could be something as simple as that, where it's like, you know what? I know if I go home, I'm going to sit down. It's not going to happen. So I've actually taken and created a little home gym in my office. Oh, cool. 
because oh I, yeah because you can do something for 15 minutes or something I get like it that. done I just... then i go home yeah all right cool. and cool you know there, there's going to be a million different ways that you can apply you know the general principles and pillars to your unique situation yeah but i, I promise anybody listening to this there's somebody <laughs> else who solved it who is just as busy just as stressed has just as well, many responsibilities the, yeah that's the thing man i'm like my my th- when i talk about excuses like i i always start from like the an empathy viewpoint which is like sure. excuses excuses are real oh, and that's yeah. why they suck dude yeah. cuz they're real like yes you know you know your ass hurts the the bills are due like all of this stuff is true right but like uh, agreed <laughs> at the end of but like what are we going to do about it man yep you know one of my favorite uh thought processes around this is how do you turn the <laughs> How do you turn the excuse or the challenge and we can call it whichever one we yeah, want. Yeah. How do you actually turn it into the motivation? Because you're right, going to have yeah. to overcome it either way. So like an example yeah. of this is like, man, it's really hard because I have kids and it's like, dude, your kids are going to be the reason now that you work out or the kids yeah. are going to be the reason that you're going to get healthy. And it's like, yeah. man, with my business, I'm so stressed. Oh, cool. You need to get yourself in a healthy state to deal with that stress and like yeah, flip good. the like struggle it. into the motivation because you're going to have to overcome it either way. Yeah, you're gonna have to overcome it, and it, and nine times out of ten, the excuses really aren't gonna go away. Like the same excuses that I had a month ago, I'm gonna have a month from now. <laughs> yeah, yep. Right. As a, I mean, it never goes away. Like if you're a business owner and you think like one day my business is not is gonna like whatever, you got some fairy tale thing in your head. It's it, it's not. Or that pro, like you know, when one when you solve one problem, another yeah. one comes up. You know what I'm saying? Or Let's just say it all goes well and your business okay. grows. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, right? Like, you think you don't have time now? Wait right. Till, wait till you're at a half a million, homie. Yeah. You're not going to know what time is. <laughs> right. So, and again, this is where it yeah, comes down and it's extremely important to come up with tools and strategies that regardless of what's happening, like it can just kind of fit. And again, the nutrition doesn't need to be heavy. You know, you're not yeah. running around with your digital scale trying to like lay out every single thing for forever. Um, right, and, right. And, and there's a, there's going to be a way, a way to fit it in. And then once you've got to that point, kind of like where you're at with jujitsu to where once yeah. you've turned a corner to where the positive feelings from it can drive the action, like you're in the sweet spot. Right, dude. Absolutely. And, uh, and you're totally, Oh man, I love this conversation because it's, it's just, it's, I, I want people to like open their eyes and just realize that, that they can, you know what I mean? That they can do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they can, and they can get through things and they can do, you know, ah, that's just, well, when you want to, it doesn't like, have to look like everything else, you know? Right. I mean, I always, I always say like, man, exercise, nutrition or yourself, like working on yourself, like your physical, yeah. it is yeah. the, it is the simplest proof of a growth mindset. Like it's the easiest way to show <laughs> that like, man, if I apply myself, I put effort, things get better. Like you visually yeah. see it too. Right. And it, it's, there's so much use and utility in developing that muscle of doing hard things when you don't feel like doing it. Cause that is life. <laughs> and there's nothing better than like, man, like, like I can't tell you how many times I've worked out because I don't want to do it. Like yeah. I'm just using it as the tool to strengthen that muscle. Cause there's going to be other stuff that I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. in business life. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, that's great, dude. And, and as soon as, and, and that's kind of why I think, I think fitness um, is a great place to start because it proves to your like mind that you can do hard things. Cause I'm oh, yeah. sure, you know, I mean, it's not easy. Like we're not playing games, you know? Right. I mean? 
And it is going to be hard when you start. It's going to be really yeah, hard. Yeah, it is going to be hard when you start. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets a little easier and then you learn how to make it hard again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, hey, I uh, I appreciate you being here, man. I really appreciate your insight. I appreciate your your words. Um, tell people how they can find you, all your websites and your links and, and get a hold of you if they want. Sure. Uh, easiest place, just go to livegreatlifestyle.com. I got everything okay. from there and that's the best way to connect with me. Live great lifestyle.com. Yep. Cool, man. I love it, dude. Well, uh, again, I, I appreciate you joining me and uh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, this was fun, man. Appreciate you having me on.